Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And today I look at a book which I haven't done before. So the book is titled American Shaolin. The actual full title of the book is American Shaolin, Flying Kicks, Buddhist Monks, and the Legend of Iron Crotch. And it, it, I think in the title, you can see, you know, you're gonna get something different and unique. And it came out in 2006. It's a funny book, so funny, uh, but it's full of history, full of culture, full of this this man's experience um, in 1992, actually from 1992 to 1994, Matthew Pauly decides to go to China to learn Kung Fu. He had experience in martial arts, so he wasn't a novice, but he uh, he's an Ivy League student, He and he's struggling. He, he wants to uh, cultivate his courage, which I think is a common thing in martial arts. And uh, I love the book. I just love it because I love history, I love humor, and I love culture. And I think if you are interested in those things, it's it's a great read. It's so fascinating. And so Pauly's work, he I, I've read a few of his books. I know his most recent work is about uh, Bruce Lee. And that's also got a lot of praise, critical acclaim. And so if again, if you what I cover in this in this podcast is really some of the big themes uh, in in the in the book. And to me, the ultimate one is courage and humility. So he one of the one of the approaches he either or both of those approaches he uses, he, he tries to cultivate and express courage throughout the book and he he tries to to be a humble person and i think he is and i think he does a good job of that so if you are interested in history culture martial arts or just self-growth self-improvement and even self-awareness i think this is a really great book and i think you might uh, enjoy this this episode of the class x podcast so thanks for listening thanks for subscribing and i'll see you after the quick break Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. So today I'm going to look at a book called American Shaolin. And I haven't done a book before, a book review for this podcast, but this is one of my favorites. And so if I pick a book for the podcast, it's usually going to be something I've really identified with myself. And the writer, the author of this is Matthew Pauly. Pauly is a great writer. I love his work. And what he does is he takes his personal story of going to China in the 1990s, 1992 to 1994. And he, he writes a memoir of that journey. And it's a journey that's not, that's about martial arts, but it's about much, much more than martial arts. So if you like martial arts, you'll really like the book. But if you, if you don't, you still, you still love the book if you like culture and history. So the book, it, I'm going to focus on the themes of the book throughout this podcast and I, I jotted down a few. So I have courage, personal growth, history, and culture. And to me, if I'm going to take one of those themes and say, this is the theme I see throughout the book, I would say courage is that theme. So it's that's the one word that comes to my mind. 
And remember, this is 1992. So it, it took courage to go to China because most people were telling Polly, hey, maybe go to Taiwan instead. Like China is not the place to be in 1992. But Polly, he wanted to go to the Shaolin Temple and he did. And so it's a really fun experience to read about. So Polly goes to the Shaolin Temple to learn about martial arts. And by the way, a few of Polly's books are about this subject of the martial arts and history and culture. So if you like that, those subjects, he's your guy. Personally, I can identify. I was in martial arts for a few years studying Kenpo, Kenpo Jiu-Jitsu, and I had a great experience with my teachers at the time. And I think, you know, it's it's kind of like a, I could identify with how he approached martial arts and his his need and reasons for going into the martial arts. So back to the main story, Paul Lee goes to the Shaolin Temple and he has a lot of success in China. Now, initially he doesn't. He goes through struggles, which is part of the story, you know, but he he really is loved by the Chinese. It's just one of the beautiful things about this book. There's a lot of sentimental things going on in the book. And I think it's nice because he's loved by the Chinese. He loves Chinese culture. He speaks the language, which is a huge thing. The Chinese view him so differently because he speaks the language and he understands the culture. So he understands the importance of acting in a humble way of being a humble person. And again, to go back to the themes, humility is a huge, huge theme in this book. I would say humility is one of those, you know, with courage, it's one of those big themes. He likes to compare himself often in the book to characters he runs into. And typically those, those characters he compares himself to lack humility. They lack an understanding and a respect for Chinese culture. And so it's, you know, it's, it's a technique I've seen used in other books where the, uh, the the writer, the main, the protagonist will actually, you know, introduce other characters who contra contrast with them in such a strong way that it's, it's hard to like not see like, okay, he's trying to make a point here. And I, I like that approach. I like that technique and, and Paul uses it a lot. So he's like the, the humble American who respects the Chinese way while others typically from the European countries specifically are not. So the first part of the book, and the book is, is in a few parts. I thought the first few parts were the strongest. The first part of the book focuses on Pauli's journey to Shaolin and how he had to, to hustle to sort of get there. And this is before GPS. This is before, you know, he's going in the early 90s. And if you lived through the 90s or the early 2000s, you know, it, you, you had to be savvy to travel and you had to be comfortable with the map. And so Polly isn't, but he is, he speaks the language, he speaks Chinese. And so he finds a way to eventually get to the Shaolin temple and he has to hustle to get there. So that's a fun experience. It was a fun experience for me to read about because I was thinking about GPS and how we used to get around and, you know, the, the ways we used to travel. So it was kind of a, it was kind of, it was interesting and, uh, and nostalgic for me in some ways. So the Communist Party is introduced during the first part, too. And one of the big ideas here is that the communists are very capitalist. And so that's something I don't think Americans realized for a long time. But being in China in the early 90s gave Polly this experience that you probably wouldn't have heard about on the news in the early 90s. And that experience was that the, the communists were capitalistic in a lot of ways. So 
Pauling himself is actually really rare in rural China because he, he goes from the city to the rural area where Shaolin is. So he was really unique at the time. And so when he ended up going there, he was kind of a media sensation. They wanted to interview him for the media right away, which is a very funny experience that you get to read about in, in part one. And he is not ready for it. I mean, the guy's going into his senior year of college. And so he's really young. And so he's not ready to be in, the, you know, he's not trying to be a star. And so that was kind of kind of interesting. Another another idea that you, you start to get introduced to and that's clear throughout the book is that his white skin, so his race basically plays a huge part in his in his um, experience. And it's a really interesting experience to read about because you don't really hear that perspective and the racism that he had to experience, um, specifically being a white person in China. So Polly, another big theme with this book is that Polly eating bitter. So eating bitter is this Chinese idea uh, that means really to struggle. So what Polly does during this, you know, eating bitter is uh, he basically puts in hard work. That's what it means to eat bitter. And a lot of the stories are about eating bitter. So many of the chapters have elements of him struggling, eating bitter, and trying to learn the martial arts. And he has this great talent, this great talent of throwing in humor to any situation of him eating bitter uh, and being humbled. So he does it in a humorous way. He makes you enjoy the experience that he's going through. And I, I just really appreciate that style. I think it really speaks to his talent as a writer. You also get a great deal of history in the book. The book is full of history. It's full of uh, historical analysis of the Chinese. And chapter nine specifically is one that I've, I've focused on in this podcast because he focuses on the Chinese-Japanese rivalry. And he does it by explaining not only the historical events, but he explains it through a challenge match that occurs. And get this, it's a challenge match between the Chinese fighter and the Japanese fighter. And so the match itself is not, it's kind of underwhelming, but the 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 passions and the emotions that go into this match wow so interesting so interesting and you know you really get to understand how the chinese view the japanese and a little bit on how the japanese view the chinese but i would definitely say it's more through the lens of his chinese friends because that's where he's living and that's the language he speaks um so I, I love the history and culture content because it's it's done it's done with this in, impressive level of respect and curiosity, which I just love. So I think much of our analysis to me regarding, you know, places like China, and this was my connection, places like China, the Middle East, Russia, we often have this analysis through a political lens. So it's always nice to see a more empathetic look at the people of another culture. And it kind of reminds me of like Anthony Bourdain, you know, that 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 working man who's going overseas and understands culture and really respects people, but he's, is intellectual at the same time. That That's what's what Polly does. So but to me, books and writers like Polly are really a good balance to the news, which often frames things in this really dramatic black and white kind of way. But, you know, Polly does it differently. He's, he's, he's framing it through relationships and, and understanding. So that, that's, that's cool to see. 
On the subject of politics, Polly also delves into what it's like to be an American while traveling overseas. See, so this is kind of interesting because what do you do when like there's drama with American foreign policy? So the pat in this in these chapters, he shows the uh, the ambivalence that the Chinese have with Americans. So even his friends kind of get a little they start to act a little differently um, based on American foreign policy decisions while he was overseas. He actually has this funny story, which is a little side note about uh, I think it was the it was yeah it was the Bush Clinton election in '92. Well, I guess technically it was Bush Clinton Perot because that was an election where the third party candidate Ross Perot won pretty significant number of votes to uh, sweat to move the election to Bill Clinton. But he's in China and he doesn't know. He thinks George Bush is actually the president who actually wins the election, I think, for a few months. So it's kind of funny and it speaks to a different world. So, again, the nostalgia of a world where you could not know who's the president of the United States for a few months because you're in rural China and you just heard someone say George Bush won or you misunderstood something and you didn't know like the, the lack of con the, the, the lack of that uh, interconnected world that we have today. That was again, you know, it's, just, it's interesting to listen to. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. So on the sub back to the subject of politics, uh, he, he delves into this idea of traveling overseas, experiencing life as an American overseas. And in my opinion, you know, after reading all that, I just felt like he's just a great ambassador for Americans because he really he he respects people's opinions and he tries to gently explain the American perspective in a way where he's not condescending and he's really respecting people and understanding their emotions. So individuals, in my opinion, you know, in my experience also, have a, have a complicated view of America. And I think it's good to know that view. And I, and, and Paulie definitely emphasizes that I could actually identify with this because I worked in sales for, for some time and I would experience tourists a lot and I would get to know them because in sales, sometimes you're working with a customer for hours and hours. And I remember, you know, a, a, a French customer, and this is what was during the Iraq war when the, uh, French and Americans didn't have a good alliance at the time because the French were against our invasion of Iraq. And the guy was so nice, but he's all, then he started to really get into his own sort of cartoonish views of America and Americans. And I remember, you know, telling him nicely, like, Hey, you know, that's not really how most Americans are, but it reminded me a lot of, cause it kind of, it was during the time period of well, it was during the time period of when he was probably writing the, writing this book, not his experience in the book. So, but I could identify with that sort sort of like you know dealing with people from another country who seem to have ambivalent views of America, and how do you approach it? I like Paulie's approach because he is saying his honest opinion, but he's also being respectful to people um, at the same time, which is really important. So, moving on, uh, my my. My favorite chapter in the book, which I had, I, you know, I read the book of over 10 years ago and then I listened to it about a month ago. Well, this is the only chapter I listened to twice. So I've technically listened or read it three times. It's called uh, The Sixth Race. And it just, it just hits on a lot of things that I'm just naturally interested in. And so it's basically about Polly's experience with this, the ultimate contrast to his character. And it's a European, I think he was Finn. 
he was from a Scandinavian country, but he was trying to start a cult. This guy was, and the guy is, he's just the anti Matthew Pauly. He's arrogant. He played, he, he actually pretends to be a monk. He shaves his head and he wears the robes. He just disrespects the Chinese in so many ways. I don't even think he speaks Chinese, the, the, the this character. Um, and he, he even, and there's a great scene where he, he tells Pauly that he has been, um, kicked out of his, his teacher, like and he and his teacher got into a fight and he tells Pauly, like, you know, he's just jealous of me because I have this, I have the ultimate martial arts move. And he, he shows Pauly the move because Pauly's like, all right, you have the ultimate move. Well, it's actually one of Bruce Lee's most famous moves. <laughs> so he plagiarizes Bruce Lee and he, uh, and Pauly says, you know what, stand up and let me, let me see the move. And then Pauly takes him down and he tells him like, look, you are disrespecting the Chinese. First off, every move has a counter move in martial arts. So don't act like you know something special. Secondly, you know, you're disrespecting the Chinese walking around with robes. You don't, you're not, you don't know how to act basically. Like what's your problem? And so the chapter is really, it's interesting because he's trying to figure this guy out in a way he's trying to, you know, cause he's, he's, he's learning about himself throughout the book, but I think he does it by, figuring out what he doesn't like. And he knows that he doesn't like this guy. Uh, eventually the, the chapter goes to the level of, you know, you realize the guy is, is, is pretty savvy and he's actually more of a charlatan than a nut job. And so the guy's not just nuts. He's actually a con man. And it's, I like how the book goes there. I don't want to spoil anything from that, but like, it's really fascinating how the book explains that how Pauly learns about this guy's con artist approach to life. And again, very opposite of Pauly, that that technique of using um, characters who clearly are not like you is it's a very good technique that I've always liked in memoirs. And uh, he uses it very well in this chapter about the uh, this guy and his uh, his attempt to create a cult. So I just love the chapter. I think it's Polly at his best. You seem trying to figure this guy out and eventually he does, but it takes a lot of time. In my opinion, this is a great book. American Shaolin. It's one of my favorites. I'd read it again because you just learn so much. And I think Polly is a underrated writer. I'm, I actually started following on his following him on his Twitter account recently because I just want to read more of his most his, his recent stuff. He, he's just a great writer. He recently uh, wrote a popular biography of Bruce Lee, which ESPN ended up making a documentary out of. And uh, I, I listened to about an hour of it so far. Very good, very interesting. Um, and you learn a lot, not only about Bruce Lee, but again, American culture, because he has this, this style of not just writing about the character, whether it's himself or Bruce Lee, he writes about the history, he writes about the culture. So I'm very connected with his perspective. I see a lot of similarities in how he, he views the world and how I view the world and how he approaches different cultures. The actual title of the book is uh, American Shaolin, Flying Kicks, Buddhist Monks, and the Legend of Iron Crotch. It's a, it's a great read. I think you can see the humor in just the title itself. Uh, and and that's that's Pauly, right? He's he's giving you history. He's giving you the uh, the style of martial arts and the approach of martial arts, but he's giving you humor. 
and that that keeps you connected to the to the book. It came out in 2006, but it's still relevant. So I think you should you should take a look at it, um, or just listen to Pauly, listen to his his his, or, or read his books, or read his read his articles because he's really he's really an important writer. Um, I think he's written for the Washington Post recently. So yeah, he 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 covers a lot of a lot of different topics. And again, you don't have to just be into martial arts to like it. So thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, I hope you listen or or read the book, American Shaolin by Matthew Pauly. And if you don't, maybe you could check out one of his articles. So thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.